0: Welcome to episode 358 of Canada's Pinball Podcast, the world's most polarizing pinball podcast. Now, look, on this episode, we are going to talk deep root, deep root, and more deep root. But before that, I have an announcement to make. I am going on a vacation, and what I mean by that is I'm taking a vacation from this podcast for a few weeks. Now. I'm not sure exactly how many weeks this podcast will go on hiatus. But if you remember my last show, I said I think we all should take off the month of June. So I'm at least going to take off the first two weeks in June from pinball podcasting. Uh, A few reasons for that. One, now that we've heard from Deep Root, I don't think we're going to get any, I mean any significant pinball news in the month of June at all. I don't think we're gonna see Stern's new title until July, August. I don't think the Star Wars topper is ever happening. I, where the Where's the damn Cuckoo Clack monsters topper? That's not gonna happen. But here's the thing. We do this show many times a week. And so what I'm going to do is this. I'm taking a break because I'm traveling to Vegas, I'm going to France, I'm going to South Carolina for work in June. I've got a lot of traveling to do. And I don't want to have to lug my gear around to do the show. I also don't want to just keep putting up shows because I have to. I want to put up shows when I want to, but I, but I mean it when I say there's nothing to talk about and I feel the fatigue and I know my pinball podcasting brothers feel the fatigue. And so I'm going to be the first one to walk through the exit door and say, we're taking a break. And so maybe that's good for everyone else. They can capture some of my listeners for a few weeks, Uh, but we'll be back. This show's not going away. We're not going on some permanent hiatus, Uh, but at least for a couple weeks, there will be no more Canadian Pinball Podcast. Now there'll be one more show before that break happens because I will air uh, Neil's interview I did with him talking about PinQuest, so that is going to go up. Uh, And I also want to talk briefly. (laughs) and just. Just say like I didn't mean it that way to my boy Ken over at Special When Lit. If you heard his last show, I think I said like a couple of shows ago that, you know, this show doesn't hold punches and and we don't rely on getting people to come on uh, as far as manufacturers go for interviews and that's why this show is more this and that. And I didn't say anything about Special When Lit and I know Ken did a little segment saying, oh, you know, we're going to set the record straight and I want to just say this. For all you out there looking for some drama, it's not going to happen. Ken and I are really good friends. We talk all the time about pinball. I love his show. I love Special When Lit. I didn't mean anything by that. I still think they gave a very candid and honest assessment of Willy Wonka, and I think Ken's approach to the game is probably better than mine, in which he's like, let's just wait and see. Jersey Jack hasn't let us down before with the code, so we're not going to go into panic mode yet. Uh, and and look, he's they've had great interviews, and they'll continue to have, to have great interviews, and i think they do uh, speak their mind in, in a candid way. So Ken, there's my uh, there's my on-air apology if you if you took that statement i said personally. Okay. So let's talk about what everyone's talking about right now and no it's not uh, about some pin graphics woman who's on pin side. That's the weirdest thread ever, that pinup girl thread. It's like so strange like a woman drops into pin side and all of a sudden these guys act like they've never seen a woman before. All right, but let's talk about Deep Root Pinball. Now, I have to read, I have to read Deep Root's statement. And we knew that June 1st was the pending deadline by which Zidware um, you know, Zidware customers were gonna have to hear something from Deep Root. So let me just read this and then let me give you my take on what we're hearing from Deep Root right now, okay? So I'm gonna read it word for word and then you're gonna hear Canada's point of view. May 29th, 2019, this is from Robert Mueller. He says, we know there is a lot of excitement around Deep Root and its mysterious pinball project. We also know there is frustration in how long it has taken to see something, let alone experience the Deep Root pinball difference. If all we wanted to do is compete with existing pinball manufacturers and churn out the outdated and uninspired pinball package as it exists in the market today, it would have been a much easier path and accomplished years ago. We chose a different path. The simultaneous development on hundreds of unique pinball innovations and tens of titles has taken much longer than anyone has wanted. The fringe benefit to develop innovative pinball machines is the forced creation of multiple divisions and groups across a wide variety of industries and fields. These would not normally be found in a singular, relatively small company, which is why DeepRoot is unique and uniquely positioned to not only provide a different type of pinball experience, but also a cross-branded and diverse exploration of new concepts, ideas, stories, and experiences. This will keep Deep Root Pinball tied to more popular entertainment choices and trends, and our pinball creations relevant for decades to come. There there have been endless amounts of speculation in forums or disseminated in the pinball media regarding our pinball project, our finances, and even our separate and independent investment funds that have very little to do with pinball. We've definitely had some good laughs along the way at the seemingly endless queue of experts. We will keep on doing what we do best along the way. The following schedule. Okay, so here is the schedule June 28th, 2019. By June 28th, we will provide Zidware claimants who, one, filed and perfected a claim within the prescribed time, and three, signed uh, a returned goodwill agreement, a choice between extending the delivery date or receiving monetary benefits as outlined in each agreement. All other claimants' claims or vendors' claims will thereafter be rejected. That is the final and extent of our self-imposed voluntary goodwill to deal with the Zidware situation. All right, then we jump to November 15th through the 16th, 2019. At a minimum, several Raza prototypes will be available to play at the Houston Arcade Expo. Fall. I love this. I love this here. Fall 2019 all the way through to summer of 2020. Knowing exactly when we launch is a valuable trade secret that allows competitors an undesirable competitive advantage. At a minimum, the five days of Deep Root will be scheduled and Raza will be available for sale during this time period. We fully intend to make good on our 2018 Pinball Expo Promises We regrettably did not accomplish in 2019. Robert J. Mueller, Principal. And then there's the Deep Root Address. Okay, so there's a lot there to unpack, and we're going to unpack it now on Canada's Pinball Podcast. Let's start from the top. So obviously this goes up. Obviously people are reading this, and the consensus from a lot of people on Pinside, not a lot of people, but the comments I've heard are that this is more hot air, more arrogance more bold claims and i think the consensus too is that there is a a disdain or a throwing of shade on the other pinball manufacturers and the line that really sticks out for most people is 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 this one if all we wanted to do is compete with existing pinball manufacturers and churn out the outdated and uninspired pinball packages as it exists in the market today, it would have been done much easier and accomplished years ago. So let me talk about that line, because I think that line has, has ruffled a lot of people's feathers, has a lot of people upset, and sort of has drawn a line in the sand in which we have Deep Root and their promises and their words on one side of you know the sand, and on the other side of the sand, it's almost like every other pinball manufacturer we know, every other pinball manufacturer we you might love, every other game you, you've owned that you might enjoy over the last few years, he is basically saying all of that stuff. It's outdated and it's uninspired. And so those are fighting words. And so that has a lot of people upset because I think a lot of people are, are, are looking at their pinball collections over the last few years and saying, Well, is this true? Are these games outdated and are they uninspired? And here's what I want to say to Robert Mueller and to the pinball fans out there. Here's my take on all of this. I agree. I agree. I've been saying that for three years now on this show that you guys are buying pinball machines at a premium price and there is very, very little innovation in these games. And I've felt this for years And I've said it for years that I think most people are completely getting ripped off by what they're putting into their games. And so what has been the genesis for Deep Root Pinball is they too, I think, feel that way. And so when Robert gets up there and makes this bold claim that he thinks this stuff is uninspired and outdated, and it's sort of what I've been harping on for a really long time. I get that that's a strident statement. I get that he has shown nothing to back it up, but let me ask all of you out there a question. Who do you want to jump into the pinball ring? Do you want someone to jump into the pinball ring this late in the game, right, with this many manufacturers? Do you want someone to jump in and just say they're gonna make another version of what's out there in pinball today, right? That's how you get more Cosmic Carnivals. That's how you get more Oktoberfest and Houdini's and all these games that I believe... Are, they're not as good as the games from the 90s. They don't have nearly as much interesting mechanical features in them. Most of them you know are maybe have like check a few of the boxes that we want in pinball games, but they don't check most of the boxes. And most of these games we all know will not go down as like classic games that decades from now people are going to be like clamoring to get. And so most new pinball machines, I believe have failed to be you know innovative. To be truly inspirational and inspiring, and like they feel like this is the dream of the designer. I, I don't feel that way when I look at these games. So the the but the problem with Robert's statements is it's it's okay for me to say like, I'm not happy with this, but he's also not happy, but he has a company that is prematurely, if you will, boasted that they're gonna blow up pinball as we know it. And And it's unfortunate that they said at Expo, in 2017 or 2018 remember he said by 2019 we were we, we will make more games than any pinball manufacturer ever and clearly that's not happening so they they have to backtrack on that but here's my point here's my point i've always believed in any category in any industry it's people who are the most upset and dissatisfied with the current offering in that category, who will make the biggest changes and innovations and leap forwards into you know that industry. Okay? Now look, if this was just Robert Mueller and John Papaduke in a studio, like tinkering around, I, I would laugh these guys to-, to high heaven. I would. I, I would I would say there's nothing that's gonna come of this. Like it's just gonna be vaporware like Zidware games words. And and but it's not, and, and we know it's not. And look, I, 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 still, I still don't know like if this like, expansion into all these different entertainment properties is the right way to go for these guys, but it seems like they are building much more than just pinball. But here's the thing. Here's the thing for those people calling Robert like this, you know, he just doesn't care about us. Like he, he's losing, he's losing the goodwill of the community by throwing shade on Stern machines and Jersey Jack machines and, and American pinball machines and spooky machines. I say to all those people, you know what, like I'd rather a guy come in and and have this sort of bullish attitude. And here's why, because he has to back it up. Now he has to back it up. You know, Robert Mueller is either going to end up being like Elon Musk and really disrupt with an offering or, or he's going to fail horribly. Like there's no middle ground, but, but I'd rather have that kind of brazen approach because it's going to give us one or the other there. You know, it's not going to come out of deep root. You know, it's not going to happen mediocrity. You're not going to get the same game you're not going to just get like another like cosmic carnival or another haggis pinball or, or all these other games that are just like making pinball the same way pinball was made 30 years ago. Okay? So that's that's what just excites me because at least at least we have what you could seemingly call a crazy dreamer spitting off like his mouth like all these bold claims but now he has to back it up now here's the thing here's the challenge here's the challenge in all of this because i'm a dreamer and I, I relate a little bit with a guy like robert because i have big ideas and ambitions at work the thing is this having ideas having dreams is one thing it's the ability to execute those dreams that becomes everything everything it's the reason i don't break away and start my own pr agency or creative like you know shop because I can't execute my ideas without the right team around me. And that's why I work for a big company that can execute my dreams. Now, he's building a big company around him that I think is going to be able to execute what he's thinking. Now, it's all going to come down to manufacturing, right? I mean, that's, that's the thing is we've seen this before. We've seen many companies prototype many types of pinball games and experiences. But then when it comes to manufacturing those games, they all fall down. Right, it's like cue the Tiffany song they all fall down like toy soldiers that's what happens when these companies don't have a clue about how to manufacture and that hurdle and that hill I think is what Robert is, is running into it's not because manufacturing it, it, it's much deeper than just the assembly line you got to line up vendors you got to line up parts Robert's going to realize real quick what Jack knows over at Jersey Jack if you want to make a game You have to order those parts six months, sometimes eight months out just to get the parts in the factory to start making the game. Now, multiply that against thousands of parts. Now, multiply that. Here's the other hurdle. Multiply that within an industry in which Stern Pinball has relationships with many vendors and has a lockdown on those vendors supplying parts to competitors, so how many of the parts that Robert is are in his prototype, um, how many of those parts does he have access to with a mass order? Does he have to make things that are readily available to Stern from other vendors that they've had relationships with for decades? Like the mountain is high to climb here. And then when Robert's saying stuff like, well, we have tens of titles that are going to be relevant and entertaining for decades to come. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily use that hyperbole. But I think what he's doing, I, again, I get, I, the reason why I, I, I still just, I, I, it, it excites me more. Think about it like this. Are you, or are, are you or are you not more excited to see what Deep Root comes out with than what Stern's next game is? I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. We know what Stern's games, what their games are going to look like. Every game is a little rinse and repeat. We know exactly the kinds of mechs to expect. We know the kinds of quality to expect. We know the kinds of like, you know, how much they'll put into these games. It's the same every time. So it gets a little boring. It gets a little stale. I mean, over at Jersey Jack, they're retreating. They're pulling stuff out of these games now. They have to make these games more reliable. We're never going to see a game like Wizard of Oz again. You're just not. You're just never going to see that much put into a Jersey Jack game. He raised the bar. And now with every new launch, the bar is like slowly going down. They have to because the games are, were mechanical nightmares for them, right? But again, all these guys are just trying to make, they're trying to make a modern version of a Bally Williams game. They're not reimagining what pinball could be. And I look, I don't think Deep Root's going to jump as far forward as like Jerry did with P3, right? It's not, no, no, you're, I think what they did was this. I think they looked at like Magic Girl and Raza and yeah, if they just wanted to make a working Magic Girl with that beautiful artwork and like fix some of the mechs and code the game, they could have had Magic Girl out the door like a year and a half ago. I'm I'm fully confident they could have done that. I think we're just going to see some of the stuff we've been speculating about, which is much more in terms of connectivity of games i think we're going to see unique use of the screen in the game i think you're going to see more of the storytelling i think you're going to see more of like uh the ability to you know pick up your game where you left off i think there's going to be a lot of of new stuff that just makes the pinball experience uh different coming from deeper again i haven't seen anything all right okay so look i i I think too. This is the other part that was just going through my head. When people are like, well, Robert's a jerk. He doesn't care about us. Like, he doesn't know how to win over the goodwill of the community. Let me stop you guys for a second and say, you know which other guy out there is like a real kind of, probably a little bit of a jerk, doesn't really care that much about what you think about on Pinside, doesn't really, he doesn't mind because he just lets the product do the talking and he just keeps making money. His name is Gary Stern. Gary Stern is not like your buddy. Gary Stern is not like your friend. Gary Stern sold his company to a bunch of investors who have been, who have been calling the shots at Stern Pinball for years now. They are all pouring whiskey and smoking cigars and laughing all, to, all the way to the bank as you suckers keep buying $9,000 versions of games that are costing them $3,000 to make. His name is Gary Stern. He's not engaging with you on the forum. He doesn't really care. He laughs all the way to the bank. And he has that kind of bullish sort of business mentality that's just like, I'm just in this to make a profit. And look, here's the other thing. Gary's just in it for the profit. If you think they're in this to make you and give you the best pinball games possible and push the envelope of pinball, are they? Are they? Show me the game. Point me the game. They can't even get a damn Star Wars topper to work in two years, let alone a Munster's topper. Look, I am I think Stern pinball games are fine. I think they're five to $6,000 machines. That's it. That's what they are. They're five to $6,000 pinball machines. They just know that the collectors out there are a bunch of suckers, and we keep jumping in and jumping in and jumping in, and we just want something that feels more special than the actual thing is. So then the special elements of Stern Pinball Games, it's not the pinball experience. It's the artwork. It's the coding. It's the software. But there's nothing on the play field that has been very special in a Stern game in a really, 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 really long time. And so look, that's what you've all been waiting for, all right? So Robert says that comment and, and it makes people think, right? Now look, the other part, I'm trying to read like some of the other stuff he says here. There's lots of divisions of Deep Root being grown. All right, fine. All right, you know, pinball creation's relevant for decades to come. I'm not sure I would go that far. Here's the other issue that I've been thinking about. It's just basically, is this market going to be strong enough to support this when they finally do get their stuff together and their act together and and what i mean by that is economically you know we're in a in a period now where people have a lot of extra money people the, the economy's been strong but if that dips south uh what does that mean for deep root and decades to come i mean i don't i don't know about you i don't really think pinball has like 20 30 more years of just you know growth there's just just no way There is no way kids today are not growing up clamoring for pinball machines. Don't be blinded by the fact that your kids might like it because you have pinball in your house. Guess what? 99.9% of households don't have a pinball machine. 99.9% of kids are not clamoring for pinball. I think pinball's got another five to 10 good years. I do. Then you're gonna start to see people aging out a little bit and getting a little bit burnt out. New people will of course come into the hobby But I think the next five to 10 years are going to be great. And I think Deep Root will be part of that if they get their act together. Decades to come, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe that means that they're going to develop machines that can be updated throughout the years to make them constantly new again. I don't know. We'll see about that. Now, June 18th is uh, the Zidware claim date. So people are saying, should you take the claim or take the money and run? Here's what I would do. If you if you got burned by John Papaduke, and everybody did, nobody won with John Papaduke. I mean, nobody got a working magic girl, and nobody got their Raza, and nobody got their Alice in Wonderland. If you got burned by John, uh, we have to go back. Remember, you got burned in the year like 2011, 2012. That was seven years ago. Seven years ago, you got burned by John Papaduke. So, your money's been gone for seven years now. Do you take the money now and run, or do you wait and do you get a Raza from these guys, which they're promising to come out between sometime between the fall of 2019 and the summer of 2020, which is crazy. I mean, that's like 18 months from now. You might have to wait to get your game. Uh, so, uh, look, this this to me, if I what what would I do? Part personally, I would just, uh, I mean. I would just wait it out. If you've waited seven years, you waited long enough, and if you're going to get this game at a discounted price, then I would just wait and take the game. The problem is they don't tell us yet what the game is worth. Like, if Ross is going to be a spectacular game and costs like $8,000 and you can get one for $5,000 if you stay in on it, or you could get your $5,000 back and call it a day, I think that's just a decision you're going to have to make. Personally, if I had waited this long, I would just wait it out, um... You know, that's what I would do, but I think some people might take the money and run, and again, I can't I can't make up that decision for you guys. It's just some of you are just, you know, you're super angry and just want out for good. Some of you, the money doesn't matter. Uh, everyone's in, in a different financial situation, so if we go on now, at the Houston Arcade Expo is where they're going to show Raza, and that's November 15th to the 16th. Okay, so that's still ways away in terms of seeing something. So I I think until then, we're not gonna hear anything else from DeepRoot. And then this window is funny. Fall 2019 to summer of 2020. That is probably the largest launch window ever considering it's not even summer of 2019 now when they say this, are they stalling? What has happened that has made them go from the the five days of DeepRoot at TPF to this? And how can this company afford to keep going like this all these months with no money coming in? Well, the truth is a little bit in the middle, and I don't even, you know, look, I, I'm not even gonna, this is like speculation, but I think this is based on what I've heard from people who have talked to people at Deep Root who have talked to Robert. Deep root funds is spread across multiple investments. And so the investors with Deep Root funds, you know, some of their money is going into this Deep Root Pinball and Deep Root Studios venture, and Robert promises the people who invest in deep root funds like a certain return, and it's spread out. So some things are, you know, are hitting, and some things might be missing. Some things might be at a gain. Some things might be at a loss. Uh, but the investors, you know, are are part of this venture, and so that's why they don't need uh, they don't need pre order money to keep this thing going. Eventually, though, y- you know, it, it's just going to come to the point where. They can't keep burning money and losing money without money coming in. Uh, that's a lot of people on board, a lot of salaries. But but again, you know, I mean, they have to feel like there's something good coming or it's going to be the biggest disaster ever. I I, I love it. I love that it's, this is just like it's like a black and white cookie. There's just either side is going to be completely different. There is not gonna be a middle ground here. They are eat well, you could eat the black and white cookie in the middle, which is the best bite, but you know what I'm saying? This is either gonna be the greatest disaster in pinball history, or we are going to get one of the coolest new pinball uh you know experiences that we've we've been waiting for all these years right and so i love it how can you not root for this because you know because the thing is this it doesn't cost us any money to root for this it doesn't cost us anything we get to simply watch on the sidelines and wait to see if all this hyperbole comes to life and comes to fruition far more exciting to me than cosmic carnival and hey here's Here's Oktoberfest with one of the worst art packages that the world has ever seen. But, hey, it's got a spirally ramp, and we did it. No, you didn't. You couldn't get the art right, really? I'm so bored. Look, I mean, look I'm just going to be candid here. I'm, like, really bored with a lot of what we're getting from these manufacturers. I mean, look at the hype on Wonka's, like, dead already. Even my, like, screaming from the rooftops about how great Wonka is. No, one, no one's talking about it anymore. It's like the, it's like the hype has left the building. So what does this do now for the pinball landscape? Well, here's the thing. It it basically, to me, this puts Deep Root on a shelf for many, many months to come. And so, okay, now if you are thinking about buying a pinball game or getting another pinball game, you no longer have to even speculate on whether or not you should wait to see what Deep Root has because there's nothing coming from Deep Root in 2019 that you can buy. There's absolutely going to be nothing. If there are Raza prototypes at in november that means there's no way they're shipping rises by the end of the year so that's great i mean i don't know about you but i feel kind of relieved now i don't have to like wonder if i should have waited for a deep root game so i think we can just chalk this company up as nothing is happening no games will be for sale until 2020 so they have missed the mark uh by a, by a long shot but it's no skin off anyone's back. So you might as well just like, okay, let's just go back. Let's just let's just like put deep root on the shelf and then now we can go back to seeing what the offerings are from Jersey Jack and Stern and Haggis and Suncoast and CGC. You know, we know Cactus Canyon is the next game from CGC. I have all but confirmation on that, but we all knew that. There's nothing new there. Uh, and I don't think it's gonna be Cactus can- Canyon continued, though. I think it's going to be the original code, which I think is going to hurt that game if they don't have the continued package in it. Uh, but that is what I'm hearing. They haven't been able to you know, even get the continued software guy on board to do anything with the game. So that's unfortunate. And you know, so here we are. We're back to where we were two days ago, right? There's, no, there's not going to be any really like mind blowing thing to happen in pinball. Now I don't know about you. But that leads me to say, okay, I did something. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be candid here. I did something, in a few days ago, a week ago, because I'm bored. I'm bored with waiting. And I, I heard that if I am in on a collector's edition of Wonka, which I still am in on, I'm going to have to wait to the fall. I don't want to wait six months to get another pinball machine experience in my home. So I'm gonna do something. You guys are going to call me crazy. You're going to call me all these sorts of names. You're going to call me a hypocrite. But I'm going to put a game in here that I just want to experience and see what all the hype is about. Uh, I'll let you know what game that is when it arrives. But, you know, and the reason I'm doing this is I've just heard uh, so much stuff about this game. And I want to experience it in the right way. And I also won't lose any money on this at all. Like it was like kind of like a no lose situation for me where I could just get it. Put it in, experience it, play it, see if it's great or not, see if all the hype is real. And then I could pass it on if I don't like it and I won't even lose a penny. I might even be able to like make money on it. That's how silly the market is right now because there are so few options and there are so few games that people are clamoring for and the demand is high on. Now, I'm going to take a breath. I feel like I I just need to like, all right, Chris, it's going to be June soon. All right. All right. We can do this. We can do this. All right so what is that wh- where does that leave us Stern pinball uh I don't think we're seeing anything new I'll say this about stern lately I, doesn't it feel like Black Knight never came out it feels like the Munsters was still the last like stern release I have to keep reminding myself the reason why we have to wait to July August is that Black Knight actually came out it, it's it's just that title just like yeah like it's I get it it's fast it's fun but it's just not. It just doesn't feel significant. And, I mean, Stern is just, I I can't imagine Stern's sales are tremendous right now. Uh, I really hope the next title they come out is something special. To me, the Brian Eddy game is the one I really want to see. And I think Keith Elwin is probably next on the lineup too. Let's see what he does you know, as as a follow-up to Iron Maiden. Those two guys, a lot of curiosity around them. Look, Robert Mueller, I'm talking to you right now my advice to you is remain mysterious. Continue to do this stuff. I love watching this guy get people all riled up. I love having a little swagger, a little like, you know, like he, you guys on Pinside, you fall victim to him so quickly. Like it's so obvious what he's doing and it's so obvious who he's talking to and it's so obvious he wants to get you riled up because he knows what George Gomez knows. He knows what Jersey Jack knows. He knows what everybody knows that nobody cares about the 30 personalities on Pinside that moan and groan about stuff like this nobody cares if I showed Robert Mueller's statement to anyone to anyone else I know who's not on pin side you know what they would do they'd be like oh cool this guy's gonna make like awesome pinball games and they would love the fact that he's throwing shade on the existing product lineups he would they would love it so what the guy's got a little swagger the guy's got a little like bravado like he has to back it up now I love it you know like he's Everyone else who succeeds in pinball, you know, has that level of swagger. I, I you know, I mean, if there's anything that like, I, I always feel like the, the only part that hurts Jack is sometimes Jack is just too nice. He gets pushed around by Pat Lollard. Lollard feels like he's like these people are making decisions that Jack can't even control. So, so look, you know, like I, if my advice to Robert is remain mysterious because the number one thing that, that drives people is curiosity. And he's got it. Everyone's curious what's going on there. And I'll say this I didn't hear anything from Jeff over at This Week in Pinball who visited Deep Root other than this. It's real. The stuff that's happening is real. It's going to be exciting. And we should, you know, we should root for them to get these things out because it's going to have a real impact on pinball. And so I trust Jeff. I trust This Week in Pinball. I think he's he's if anyone's aware of what's going on everywhere, it's him. And so I'll leave it at that. You know, I look forward to seeing what these guys have cooking. I think it's gonna be a pretty boring June, July if you are hyper focused on what's coming out next in pinball. My advice to everybody would be to just play your games more, enjoy your games yeah I think a lot of you have a lot of fun with your lineups, and that's great, you know it's great, you know you should not you should not think any less of the games you love just because there's a deep root promise like hanging over all of us now. <sighs> but look, I hope someone raises the bar. I hope someone brings more magic back into pinball we've been we've been fooled for too long. There's just been all the, you know, just put artwork down and people think a game is amazing. You know, the details in the art. Oh, everything's on the LCD screen. Oh, I want a mechanism. I want a new layout that's like really unique. I, I, want, I want to be pulled into the pinball experience in a way that's like, you know, captivating and, and makes me giddy and, and makes me like, you know, immersed in the world. I just don't feel that in most of these new games. I don't know about how you feel. but That's how I feel. I mean, and that's why I'm kind of like taking a break, too, because I just need a break. I need a break. I, I, I sense like when, when these periods happen, we fall back on battling each other and fighting each other and challenging each other. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. The pinball fanatic boat. It, it's a boat filled with mostly men. It's a boat filled with uh, a lot of personalities and opinions, but we're all in the same boat. And I want you guys to get the best pinball possible. And I just think we know what to expect from Stern. We already know what to expect from Jersey Jack. God, did they release Wonka too early or what? I mean, the more I wake up every day, I'm like, another day in which, why did they release Wonka when they did? That's just not the way I would have done it, but they did it. So we'll wait to see what happens with Wonka code. Uh, I have no desire other than to say it's beautiful artwork with Cosmic Carnival. No desire to like, I, I I, I don't get it, okay? I'm happy to have them come on or tell me why I should get it. But I just, I, I get it. It's a pinball. I, I I don't know. I'm just, yeah, cool. You did it. Great. Nothing special other than art. Great. Why? Um, American pinball con- continues to baffle me. They had the greatest creative director in the history who designed them the greatest art package. Go look at the original Houdini cabinet art and playfield and tell me why did they scrap all that? I can't get over Oktoberfest and how just, just, just bad. It looks. It. It. They, they, there's so much in it. Why they had six months to redo that art package? Six months. It just looks. I just can't get over it. I. I'm. I'm sorry. Can't get over it. Just can't get over something that just. You know. The easiest thing to do is put good art over the game. Joe Balser put a ton into that game. Josh Kugler has been working really hard to do the code on the game. I and Ferret too. I heard the code is like gonna have a huge update. All that. To me, all that's great, but they messed up because the permanent thing that I have to look at all the time is, is like one of the most hideous art packages ever, and there's no way around it. There's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse. They could have got Franchi to do the art package for it. <laughs> they, seriously, he's a, he's a freelancer. They could have got Dirty Donnie. Look, look. The fact that Cosmic Carnival looks as good as it does and Oktoberfest looks as crappy as it does, what does that tell you? About who's creatively directing stuff over at American Pinball. And the thing is, this they're all to blame. Joe Balser and Josh Kugler and Daval and Normal, all four of those men stood over that game and said, It looks good. It looks good. People are going to buy this. It looks good. It looks terrible. Terrible. Do you disagree? canadapinball at gmail.com. What else is, who else is that even out there? Chicago game, people are still waiting on their Monster Bash remake LEs. That game's awesome. But again, like the remakes, 30-year-old games, we don't really care. Um, all right, everyone. One more episode for me. It's going to be Neil from PinQuest. Already recorded like two weeks ago. It's going to go up. I'll do maybe another little sign off. But I need a break. Can you tell I need a break? And I will come back on air before my break is up only if, only if some big news breaks in pinball. I mean, only if, like, I don't know. It, would, it has to be big news. It's, it's not going to be because a topper is released. It's not going to be because there's a new code update. Uh, it would have to be a new game release, uh, maybe if Willy Wonka finally shows us a video clip with the video and the audio together, maybe we could see that. Why can't that be? Can they, can we finally get an answer on that? Can someone, cause I've reached out to Jack and Joe, I get the most vague responses. It's like everything you remember from the movie is going to be in there. Yeah, but are you going to have video and audio together like a movie clip? And there's just like, they can't, why can't we get an answer on that? Why is that so hard? Uh, My condolences to everyone who bought Yellow Brick Road Edition Wizard of Oz's. I'm sorry, you have it's. You know what's funny is I heard from people who bought it. It says that they're only going to make 500 in like the manual or something, but they didn't put that on the game itself. So why didn't Jack just say that this is the collector's edition of Wizard of Oz and there's only 500 and this is the last we're ever going to make a Woz? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It, you, you know what number game you are, but nowhere on the game itself is it, say, out of 500. I, 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 this is why, people, this is why I, I need alcohol and meds. I don't understand these decisions. Who makes these decisions? Why is it so hard? Okay. And then Stern, we're not going to hear anything for a while. Um, alright, well this has been episode 358 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I do implore, I want to say this. I do implore that all my other pinball podcasters out there, whether we're friendly or not, I think we all should take the month of the first 2 weeks of June off. Let's start there. I, I just I think everyone's burnt. I I can hear it in Marty's voice he even said it like it's just you you wake up and you're just like, ah, oh, it's like just nothing really left to talk about right now. And maybe we can do this once a year or two times a year in which all of us just take a break. It's, you know, the, the, uh, the, the late night talk show hosts, they do it. Everyone who has a show does it. And yet we're just expected to keep making pinball content without, without stop, without a break. And here's the other thing. We don't get paid for any of this. So we keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I don't see much, you know, I, we don't get paid. You know, like a little Patreon, that's it. But like it burns us out for your entertainment. Uh, And I think we all need that break. I can hear it in Jeff's voice. I can hear it in Ken's voice. I can hear it in everyone's voice. Like it's just, and I'm going to be the first one to walk through the exit door. So you're not going to hear from me other than the next show. Uh, But then it's going to be sometime in like middle or late June, unless major news breaks. All right, everyone enjoy your day. Deep Root. I love it. I love the swagger. I love the arrogance. I love the cockiness. I love that it's like got a lot of you un- unraveled. You can't take people with swagger. Forget it. I'd rather have Kanye West creative directing my decisions than like some humble guy who doesn't really know like how to get the crowds going. You know Kanye West made a billion dollars from Adidas because people want the Yeezys. Deep Root better be the Yeezy of pinball. Later everybody. Hey, yeah.